When a prospective member walks into our club meeting and puts their money down, I have two thoughts. First, this is a kindred spirit, because that's what I did. First meeting, paid right away. And then my second thought is, their boss sent them. Come on, we've all seen members who are here for career building, and that's fine. We're glad to see them. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101 podcast, where we examine Pathways, the educational program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. The reasons a member joins, frankly, that's not very important to me. Their why is their why. I'm a whole lot more concerned that we teach the what and let them take care of their why. But if I'm mentoring a new member and at level three, they want to jump into the career building speech projects, I don't have the power to stop them, but I will spend time with them explaining how these two projects prepare for an interview and making connections with networking, along with the using presentation software, are best safe for last after essential speech skills are understood and practiced. If you're a classic Toastmaster, you may remember some role-playing speech projects from the advanced manuals. I always found these speeches to be a little chaotic, inconsistent. As the speaker, you were to recruit a participant for this project. That's someone who is going to work with you. Sometimes that recruiting didn't take place until the beginning of the club meeting, which led to some really bad speech projects. Or the person you recruited in advance didn't make it that day, or simply put, they didn't bother to read the project or prepare anything in advance. I remember watching a speech project where the pair recited the demonstration speech right out of the manual, word for word. Role-playing expects both participants to put in some effort. Prepare for an interview is one of those unexpected speech projects like I talked about in episode 20. You have to recruit a partner for this role-playing speech to play the role of the interviewer. It is entirely up to you who you pick. It will not be the person who's going to evaluate you, so don't think about that right away. That's not going to be your problem. What might be the problem is that the interviewer might want you to write out the questions for them. Let me strongly encourage you not to do this. I know, I am being completely contrary to what the project checklist says. Determine which member of the club will interview you. If possible, select a member who has experience interviewing others. Prepare interview questions for your interviewer that are specific to the skills you would like to practice during this activity. In real life, you don't get the questions in advance. Okay, if you're going to be on a late night talk show, you might, but then I expect you're promoting your newest film project and they've got your answers scripted for you, including the jokes. If you do follow the instruction to get a volunteer who has experience in interviews, you can instead give them some ideas about what you'd like to talk about and the format of the interview. New job, subject matter expert or talk show guest. Hey, 
why not dream big and try to get on The Tonight Show? If you want to practice specific skills, then certainly tell your interviewer what you want. They can craft questions that can surprise you. That will help you better than anything you're going to write and be prepared to answer. An interview, like a journalist's interview, is best unscripted. But the project instructions say, I know that's what the project instructions say. But if I'm going to do this project as the interviewer with a speaker and I was handed the questions, I'd, and let's be honest here between you and me, I'd mess with the questions. I'd put them in a different order. I'd ask them for information in ways they hadn't prepared for. Why am I going to do that? I've been interviewed a few times for other podcasts, for radio or TV shows. I've never been asked the questions that I expect. Now, there's a good reason for you to write down questions because you can craft answer strategies that will help you sound more professional. Many, many years ago, I worked with Habitat for Humanity and I was interviewed and asked a question about why houses that had been built by Habitat for Humanity had survived a hurricane when the houses around them had not. I knew the answer to that because I had prepared knowing how Habitat houses were built, but I wasn't expecting that question. I answered the question and we moved on to the topic that I wanted to talk about. If you want to know the answer, it's going to be in the show notes of this episode, episode 22. If you want to send your interviewer some sample questions, go for it. But consider asking the interviewer to use their own words or to go rogue and do what they think is best. Like the instructions say, send the interviewer instructions resource your interview questions, and any other plans for the activity to your interviewer well in advance of the meeting. If you intend to do this as a career-building speech project, as in you want to get ready for this kind of an interview, schedule it out a few weeks. There are some worksheets that you need to complete before you give the speech anyway. And give your interviewer space to be creative. An interview is a discussion with a purpose, to get a job, to build your credibility, or to show off in front of the Tonight Show audience. In comparison, make connections with networking is also an interview with a purpose, but it's not quite so overt. At least it shouldn't be. Please note, the title of the speech project is Make Connections with Networking. I found this great quotation from the Pathways Training for this project, The goal of networking is to get to know people, not necessarily gaining anything. This is another one of those unexpected speech projects because you're going to have to go to a networking event before you can give the speech to your club. Let me read from the instructions. The purpose of this project is to develop and practice a personal strategy for building connections through networking. Prepare for and attend a networking event. After the event, present a five to seven minute speech to your club. Your speech can include a story or stories about your experience, a description of what you learned, or a discussion about the benefits of networking. Your speech may be personal to you or informational about networking. Well, I didn't see that one coming. 
but I probably should have. If you ask long-term members of Toastmasters, networking is always a benefit of joining Toastmasters. I've lost track of how many careers and relationships I've heard of getting started at a Toastmasters meeting. Since you have to go to a networking event, you may have to be a little bit more attentive to the opportunities around you. If you want to do this in-house and stay in Toastmasters, well, there's conferences, convention, contests, and club officer training sessions that you can attend. But be brave. Go outside and meet some other people in your community. You might want to check on meetup.com or eventbrite.com for some ideas. Facebook events, there's lots of ways to find out what's going on in your community through a newspaper or contact a local business association for some options. Last week, my daughter went to a tug-of-war corporate challenge in our community. That's career-building networking, and according to her, a lot of fun. Did you know that 80% of Toastmasters self-identify as introverts? So why is this networking a thing? We have to go out and talk to people? Isn't Toastmasters enough? Look, I'm not an introvert, but going to a new place like a conference or meeting where I don't know anybody is scary, even to me. I'm not an extrovert either, so I'm not going to jump into the fray and talk to everyone right away. In fact, when I plan to go to a conference, I actually contact the coordinator and ask if they're going to need volunteers. That puts me in a position that I'm most comfortable in. I'm still networking, but it's controlled. So find out what's comfortable for you. And if this is the first time you're trying a group, figure out what you need to be comfortable. The other part of this project is a preparation worksheet. And this is not something you're going to do during commercial breaks. Crafting an elevator pitch takes time and attention. You're going to have to work at this one. Plan for a few weeks out to give your speech. Do the worksheet first, then go to the event. But don't expect to give the elevator speech while you're tugging on the rope. Especially if it's over a mud pit. Well, we've finally finished the level three elective projects. I hope these podcasts have helped you make decisions and be informed about what your options are. Next week, we're going to go back and look at the beginning of starting your next pathway. You can find more information to subscribe on the Toastmasters101.net slash subscribe page. Our music today is from Incompetech.com. Thanks for listening to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10.